With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, Canada. Our home and native Tom. <laughs> Welcome to the Merch Boot Podcast. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo, hey, yo. My name is Joel Edmiston. And I'm Cody Crane. And we're out here pouring one out, burning one down for our our lost Canadian compadre, Tom Lightbomb. We started this podcast, Two Canadians with a Dream. A dream of seeing the first Canadian survivor go all the way to the end. And be the first Canadian winner. And uh, last night that dream was killed it by was- the Vokai tribe and... Karishma Patel. It was snuffed. Our dreams were snuffed by Karishma. <sighs> well, what do we think of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Tom, thanks for representing Canada. Um, I'd love to um, finish what you started. Grab a beer. Mm-hmm. I'd love to grab a beer with Tom Laidlaw. He seems like a very nice man. Seems nice, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, Janet had him pretty locked down of just like, uh, <laughs> this guy's just going to say exactly what he means the whole time. He's yeah. an open book. I, I, I'm confu- I was confused by her and, and Kelly being like, I really like Tom, but we should vote him out. And then Kelly being like, I really like Dean. That means we should vote him out. It's just like, what is the mindset of Survivor <laughs> right now? That we need to be voting out the people we like, like pre-merge, right when the swap hits. Come on, you have more. Tr- you definitely have more uh, tribal councils. Not uh, sorry, uh, challenges left. Yeah, Just take a Karishma if you don't want to lose. Unless they're unless they're planning on losing all the all the rest of the competitions just to get out the. Oh, they made it clear they are. No, they haven't. Oh, by letting Karishma stay. Yes, you see how bad she was in every challenge. But they're not. They didn't make it clear that they didn't make it clear in their voices and stuff that they're throwing these challenges. Everything they but said. But they maybe don't care about the challenges. Is that what you mean? No, they made it clear. You they, think they're throwing? They want to vote people out. They want them. <laughs> they just want to go to tribal. They love it. What uh, can I say? I, but they love it. I, I don't think it's a great move in modern Survivor to be throwing that many challenges just because I don't know. What if Dean or even Karishma finds an idol, you know what I mean? Like, oh, just, they're it's gonna flip on them. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll see if it also becomes there is a line drawn in the sand where they say we're throwing these challenges. I feel like survive if there if there is a a conversation going on about throwing challenges, Survivor would show that to us. They right? I, they the don't have to outright say it. They kept Karishma. They're throwing challenges. That's a move. Well. You know, Lyro kept Karishma for two tribal councils, and they weren't, quote-unquote, throwing challenges either. Yeah, but they voted out people that weren't necessarily strong. Well, I guess Chelsea, but Vince wasn't that strong in the challenges either. Yeah, I guess. So, I mean... But but Karishma is, is like, 
actively bad in the tribal and is just on the bottom. I just, I, this was kind of a predictable episode in that you knew which three were going to home and it didn't really change that. But I just wanted a straight predictable episode of Survivor where Karishma Patel goes home. The person on the bottom goes home. I, that's what I just wanted. It's fine. It's fine. Give me whatever. But I just want... And, and there seems to be interesting dynamics going on on the, the now Vakai tribe with the 4-4. I like, I like what this episode set up, you know, in that, like, I, after four, somebody asked me, how's this season of Survivor? And I was like, yeah, four episodes, four blindsides. And they're like, is that a good thing? I'm like... I guess, yeah. Like, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, oh, that sounds awesome. But for me, I'm like, fuck, I have no idea what's going on. There's no way to predict this. I just want something predictable, something, you know, something a bit old-fashioned so we can we can just start, you know, seeing what's actually happening on this island so we don't just need to see all the juggling and the overplaying and stuff like that. I think there's been some overplaying a bit too much. And and even on the fact that they they send Tom Laidlaw home tonight, I think is is shows there's some bizarre thing in the air by watching David versus Goliath combined with Ghost Island in the first few episodes of Edge of Extinction, where they all think they need to make a big move for every tribal. Here's the thing, though. Um, so when you're voting out Tom Laidlaw, here's why it doesn't make sense. This is why it's just it's dumb. Because if you're going to go that way, go for Dean. If you're going to go the other way, go for Karishma for strength. Either way, you still have the numbers and you're voting out one of their tribe. Tom, mm. at least, you always know what he's thinking mm. all the time. That's he's why an, I think he, they should have kept him. Exactly. No? He's yeah. an open book. That's why I'm saying it's stupid. Yeah. At least, Dean, if you're going for someone that could join the other side yeah. back, Dean, you're not going to know. He's sneaky. He's all over the place. Is he's he making, sneaky, though? Well, he's Maybe. building relationships. He's yeah. he's really getting in there. Charming. Tom's yeah. not. And he's he's playing like a... He's a Dean scorned. You know what I mean? Like, he's playing... Um, Fast like as Because he just got blindsold, blindsided. So it's mm-hmm. like uh, the next... Uh, the, the step behind getting actually getting voted out and then getting uh, back in the game like Rick Devins. It's like you play differently once you get blindsided, right? Like you're like, oh, I don't want that to happen to me again. I need to play a bit harder. Yeah. Um, where he's like, Karishma has played from the bottom and just is just like, this is working out for me, just being on the bottom. You know what I mean? Is that is that is that a, a new strategy in, in Survivor just to be the annoying person on the bottom and then nobody votes you out in the premium? No, she's doing Sandra. I like Sandra a lot more than Karishma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she's doing the everyone with me. Oh, man. Karishma's favorite restaurant is Applebee's, though. <laughs> Oh, I loved this whole. Th- Everyone knew every appetizer, everything from Applebee's. What the fuck! I was like, "How long is this Applebee's thing going to go on for?" <laughs> it was like I was watching a fucking Applebee's commercial, like for like a while. This is uh, this is like the most gratuitous um, uh, product placement in Survivor in a while. Well, <laughs> and all of the stuff like uh, the uh, the shark drink and everything like what that. The fuck? And Kareemah <laughs> knew exactly what it was. Oh yeah, they're all freaking out. Missy Bird and 
and uh, Lauren Becker like holding each other's hands, and then they just met each other, and they're jumping up and down and shit. I'm like, is, is Applebee's like the equivalent to like Swiss Chalet here? <laughs> no one goes crazy for a Swiss Chalet. Here. I would if it was on Survivor. If I hadn't eaten in that long, and I, I'm a big Swiss Chalet guy. I like mm-hmm. I like it a Swiss Chalet. If I, I, they were like, I like it a Swiss Chalet. I like it a Swiss Chalet. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, um, Jeff is like. You want to know what you're playing for? A feast from Swiss Chalet. Quartered chicken. French, soggy French fries. <laughs> that weird light brown gravy. I'd be like, ah! And he's like, topped off with a lukewarm Molson Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> the damp bread. Yeah, for the folks at home that don't know what Swiss Chalet is, I'm trying to find a comparison. It's not Applebee's in America. It's not, okay. But it would be like uh, Nando's in the UK. Nando's is kind of like... Oh, a, okay. It's, just, it's it basically just chicken french fries and... Yeah, roasted chicken. Yeah. Roasted chicken. So tell us, <laughs> Americans, tell us, what is yeah, your Swiss Chalet? What is your Swiss Chalet? <laughs> I think Applebee's pe- is a the, chain. For the it's, people in Quebec, we're, we're talking about St. Hubert's. St. Hubert's. Um... For, uh, yeah, for Applebee's, it's kind of like... Montana, or Jack Astor's? Yeah, it'd be like your Jack Astor's or your, uh, like, Kelsey's or something like that. Kelsey's. Kelsey's. It would be like Kelsey's, but I think it's a little more popular. (laughs) Applebee's. Oh, I've been to an Applebee's. Oh, and you know what? Applebee's makes a big appearance in Talladega Nights. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I remember another time I remember Applebee's is in Talladega Nights, so I bet Elaine was like, fuck Yes. Where's my Ricky Bobby? Who's eating up this at Applebee's the most? <laughs> but she's uh, going to be upset because her Ricky Bobby went home tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be hard for her. That's going to be really hard for her. Yeah. I, I, she... Are we, are, are we setting up for a, an, an Elaine blindside next week? Looks like it. Looks yeah. like it. Because Aaron's wanted this from the start. Yeah. And now he's... Really in the power. Well, did Aaron want it? Or did Ronnie want it? I think Aaron wanted it as well because he still brought it up. He brought it up this episode. Yeah, there. That was a intense wrestling match between her and Missy Bird. Yeah, I would have been if I was the other tribe. I'd be like, "What the fuck happened on that island?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a, Lara tribe is a strange group, and that and like the fact that Missy and Aaron are like, "I'm oh, just dead." Lara was dead. Lara was dead. I was like. Jesus Christ, let's just fucking hell. Like, what? <laughs> like, but that's what you want. I hate it when they go, like, oh, guys, strong, Laura, strong. I know, but just like, it's, 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 I guess is the right word for it, hyperbole. It's just like they're, it, 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 it seems like Missy kind of, I guess I'll know more when we see more of her, but it just she feels like she's like really playing it up for the cameras. You know what I mean? Like she's playing, like talk, telling the telling Dean, well, you had this showmance with her, and he's like, no, I didn't have a showmance. She's like talking showmance and t- like talking and like it's like a TV show. Like she's like within this show. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not like too too high on Missy Bird right now. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, Missy. I know that you liked. Cody's Instagram emoji that he sent you or whatever on your story. So what? You think Missy and I are tight now? Yeah, I think you guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'm really rooting for Missy now, and I'm I'm sure Missy's watching. Hey, I, I sent a uh, I sent a like uh, Hey Chelsea uh, Walker, you have my second chance uh, vote if you ever do it. Uh, your story really compelled me, and was there's a reason why you were all of our winner picks. Blah blah blah, blah. and she sent back, "Thank you!" Exclamation point. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So everybody following the. Uh, the the Chelsea Joel storyline, um, we're one step closer to making that date happen. You two have really been hitting it off. Yeah, yeah. Wow. She said, "Thank you, man." <laughs> That's better than nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Missy just liked mine. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, what else can we talk about? Let's talk about the split. Yeah, let's talk about the split. Um, basically, like maybe we can just talk about like how we feel about each person like next week, basically going forward. Like, okay, so should we, well, let's talk about Laro cause they went to travel council. Yeah. So the new Laro is Janet, Kelly, Dean, Jackie, Karishma and Nora. Is that right? Yeah. And then there was Tom and who, Tom. What a team of misfits. Oh, and Jamal. Scroll down. I think you're right, but I just want to see. Yeah, it is, Jamal. Why yeah, it is, Mr. Me? Ship. Yeah. You don't um, believe me? Hmm? No, I believe me? you. I just wanted to see the whole thing, all right? <laughs> We're looking at the Wikipedia page. We're not in a fight, okay? I just... I'll wipe that smirk off your face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah. So we got Jamal, Nora, Karishma. Nora, let's start with her. She's in a so much... She. This is exactly... This is perfect for her mm-hmm. to make the merge. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, oh yeah, she's if she was on the other tribe, that's that's if if it was four for four four and she was over there. Whoops, sorry. Four four and she was one of the Vakai's that was in the four of Vakai, I think she'd be out like that. Yeah. I think it'd be easy. It's it, and I mean Karishma almost is better off on this tribe because she can get in with the other people. If it was the other thing that the four four people are looking for an easy vote so nora and karishma being on this try it's, i think it's better for both of them being on it well it's definitely better for nora arguably it's better for 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 karishma to be on in the minority well it is because she wasn't voted out no she was i mean she would have i mean yeah like I, I mean uh, uh, to see for the next i assume there's like two traveling left until the merge how many people are left? One, we got 13. There's 13 left? 13 left, yeah, I think so. No, it started with 20 castaways, so there's 15 left. Oh, 15 left. Yeah, so there's one or two travel councils before the merge. Too many. Really? You like a big merge? I like a big old merge. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah, I think Nora is definitely good, and Karishma, yeah, it's suffice to be seen whether it's going to be good for her going forward. She's still on the bottom, but it, it, she could really kind of, like, get scrappy and just... I mean, or not be scrappy at all. Not do anything. And or, and just, like, stay because she's just, like, such a wet blanket. She's a wet glove. <laughs> Who talks about her marriage. I imagine being her husband and hearing all this stuff talked about you on TV. When I found out that, that it's still her husband, they're still married... <laughs> it's like okay, talking about your divorce is one thing, but like she's talking about her husband, and she says it sometimes it feels like we're just roommates. Oof! You think they're gonna get divorced? 
Mm. Well, she's an attorney. Uh, yeah, she's a personal injury lawyer, which I was hoping we would get our first. I know. I was, oh, I was like, get the let's get get the swap. Let's get and, Jason and Karishma on the same. Trip. But she's so in with Nora now. Jason's in with Nora. Is she that in with Nora? That seems to be who she has. Nora was dragging her through that challenge. Yeah, I know. But for some reason, Nora was all about her in that final tribal. Mm. Nora's who is really speaking for her because it seems like Kelly's with uh, kind of likes Dean. Janet, I think, liked Tom, wanted to keep Tom. But also, like, it was like Janet was like, I like Tom, but we should get him out. You know what I mean? Like, quicker than Kelly was. Kelly was like skeptical about Dean, mm-hmm. but Janet was like, Still pushing for Tom. It's weird. I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really get it. I, I would well, like to see more. I don't know. Don't worry. You're going to lose more challenges, idiot. You can get Tom out later. As, the as whole Rob th- said... Um, Trust your gut. No, Rob said no. at the end, I don't think they're going to win any more challenges. Yeah. <laughs> no Kelly Kim. Kim, I mean, I think it's it, 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 it looks good for Kelly Kim, the fact that her idol wasn't even brought up tonight. You know what I mean? And she can only use it for one more tribal, it, which means if they're not reminding us that she has this, like... She probably doesn't use it. This idol, she probably or doesn't even need it. a surprised use. What? Maybe she surprised uses it on Dean. She Oh, she saves Dean? Yeah. I doubt she'll do that. Well, do you think? Maybe. Uh, are you Are you predicting it right now? Let's make it a prediction. <laughs> Put the cards on the table. Next tribal council, Kelly Kim is going to save Dean and send who home? Um, ooh, who's it going to be? Janet. No, it won't be Janet. Jack I'm, Nickting. Jack. It could be like a Jack or not a Jamal. What if? Okay, so if Jack play, uh, sorry, uh, Kelly plays her idol. Could to be save Jamal. Dean, could be then, Jamal. No, but then Jamal plays his idol to keep himself safe. Oh, uh, that's your prediction. That's my prediction. <laughs> and then they do a revote, and they all take out charisma. Charisma. Uh, that's I, I'm. That's what I'm hoping. I'm just tired of charisma. We've seen so much of her. You know what? I'm turning around. I just around. don't like her. I'm turning around. <laughs> really? I'm on. I'm on board. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, she got this far. I might as well cheer for her. I'm sure she's like cool <laughs> to talk to, and I'm sure she's. If I if I hurt myself at work, I would go and <laughs> talk to her. But I just don't like her on Survivor. And I think I've made that clear. Yeah, well, I uh, I thought Nora popped in this episode for a lot of reasons. Not as much as she did last week or other weeks. I mean, well, but still. Like, here's why she popped, though, right? Because it's not all about... Joel, you're all about who's on camera the most. It's who utilizes their time, Joel. That's what I have to explain to you every week. We're on this. I feel like I came up with this pop term. <laughs> you you did. And now I've, I'm like, why am I the one that has to explain it to you? But here I am. So, <laughs> Nora pops because she takes Karishma over that mountain. Just completely carries this woman. And Karishma... That was a good. That, I like that challenge. Karishma's bigger than the second Nora. challenge was boring, but yeah, Karishma's bigger than Nora too. Nora is dragging her through the, and she's Nora is dragging her, dragging her through that white sand. And, Nora, and Nora's like, "Come on, Karishma, come on!" <laughs> Nora didn't have her vote. She seems like she's now in charge of the tribe. Like she seems like pretty high up on there. Mm. Like 
she's popping. No, well, it, it, I, I feel like the Since two the, the two clearest goats, Nora and and Karishma, are the ones that are we know the most at this point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. What if it's what if it's those two in the final two? What if they change it to final two, and it's Nora and Karishma because that's who we're seeing the most. Isn't it odd? Because really, there's nothing about Karishma that's interesting other than she's somehow still in the game. Yeah, that's literally the only thing interesting. She cries a lot, so that's that's why she's got focus because somehow she's still in this game. She. I mean, yeah, she's popping hard. For for the, those people, somebody um, asked us what popping means. Popping means you're fizzing. You know, you're you're we're we're seeing your story. Whose whose story is is most forward right now? Whose whose pop is the most fizzy through the entire episode, through the entire pre season? Who's standing out? You know what I mean? Like a big pop. And let's go back to we talked about it. Season twenty two, Redemption Island. Philip Shepard, as we called him Shepsy, because that pop stayed fizzy. <laughs> did we ever that, call him Shepsy? Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> we, that pop stayed fizzy through that entire season. Every episode, he would get like three or four, um, three or four uh, confessionals, and then have a big speech at tribal council. You know what I mean? That's a big pop. That is the Shepsy, our king, King Shep. Uh, the biggest pop of all time is probably Russell Hans in season um, 19, Samoa, because he got, like, so many um, confessionals. He's got, like, o- over 100 confessionals in that season. Whoa. Yeah. Russell Hans. I feel like uh, Devin's had about 100 in uh, the last one. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big pop. He's a big old pap. Um, But, yeah, so uh, I do want to give Karishma some credit here because we've been just dragging her through the sand, just like we're a couple of Nora's. She's there for a reason, but also I think it's it's like maybe 30 or 40% her making connections with people and making them feel, you know, telling them... um, Personal stuff, and then the rest is just this big moves I just did. She was putting in the work on the new tribe. And that's what I think it came down to because Tom wasn't putting in the work, and maybe that maybe not enough work. But he was, but he was doing as much as Tom could. Do. I mean, he like, I think he sells it right. He may like when I hear Tom Laidlaw talk about why Christmas should go home, I agree with him. You know what I mean? No, yeah, but the, the thing is that Karishma is assuring them that she's with them now, and Tom's like, uh, "If you want me, you want me." Yeah, but also. That's a bad like, move. What's what's but what's your strategy? You know what I mean. I mean, it, obviously Tom is like this old school guy. He's new fan of the show, so he's not like playing too uh, complex strategically. But okay, us out of seeing the rest of Edge of Extinction, you know, knowing how how Modern Survivor is working right now and all this stuff, we can nitpick and be like, Tom, you should have done this. But also like. We need to assume people are having the same depth of thought that we are. You know what I mean? Like, they need to think, like, sure, Karishma is doing this, but she's also, like, being annoying. She's going to just be, like, even if they make to the merge with Karishma, I do not trust that she's just going to be a number for them. You know what I mean? I think she's going to be all over the place. You think that the uh, players that watch this season 
in like the future seasons are going to be fucked. <laughs> no, I think it's going to like the first season we see that full, that saw this season in full. I think is going to be a very kind of old school season because this one is all over the place, and I, I predict, pred- especially, and so is Edge of Extinction, and I predict that it's going to be like people are going to be like, okay, let's not overplay, let's just do it properly, and I'm going to, I'm going to assume there's not going to be many idols not played when people have an idol, they're going to fucking play them because two people this season, two people last season, two people last season that are. Um, up there in terms of like strategic survivor players both went home with idols in their pockets kelly and aubrey and this season two people huge fans of the show went home idols in their pockets so i think people are going to start playing their fucking idols they should yeah i would first time i got an idol i'll play it right that (laughs) (laughs) but that's the laro tribe have we been through everyone I mean, uh, well, what about Mr. Jack? Mr. Jack Gay. Jack Gay! Jack Nicky! See, the thing with Jack and Jamal is that they were also kind of on the outs of their tribe, so you could see them possibly joining with Dean. I think it's good for Jamal that he's not on the same tribe as Dan, Mr. Spy. Oh, yeah? The spy spy guy. Thank right? You. Because remember, they remember they were after each other? Yeah. After the Molly blindside? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. What, you think I don't? Yeah, Dan was massaging the idea of sending Jamal home. Jamal was massaging the idea of sending Dan home. This It, it really did turn out to be, like, just all of the misfits on one tribe. Kind of, yeah. Oh, you know what I, I thought was funny? When Dean was uh, talking about how he thought it sucked that um, he lost the immunity, the basketball immunity challenge, and he was like... Yeah, and guess who I lost it to? The long, pale, redhead guy. He said goofy. Yeah, Yeah. goofy-looking guy. And I thought about how much you think that Tommy's a snack. You must have been pissed. Well, I think part of Tommy's appeal is is he he has... He's, like, half, like, this hot, sexy, like, built man, like a god... But he also has this red hair and freckles, and he's kind of pale. So it's like, oh. And he's a fourth grade teacher, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> so he's he's got the best of both worlds, right? Like he's got the quirk, but he's also got the the raw sexual energy. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's all charm. And I, I love the guy. I love the guy. I hope he wins. Um. So well, that can take us right into Vokai. What do you think about this new alliance of Aaron and? Uh, Tommy, I think we're they're setting it up. Uh, there's, I think there's two people that can go home if Vokai go home next week. If Vokai go to travel next week, you want to know who I think it is? Yeah, Elaine. Okay, or Aaron. Oh, well, I don't like that second one. I think <laughs> if if Aaron's like, um, hey, uh, just so you know. We're willing to flip. We're going to flip on Elaine. And then what if uh, uh, Tommy, like, rubs his chin, talks <laughs> talks to Dan Spilo, talks to who else is on his, t- his team at Lauren Back. They're like, Aaron wants to get out of Elaine. They're like, we like Elaine. Why don't we get out Aaron? And then they tell Elaine, Aaron's going for you. Elaine, sorry, they tell Elaine, Aaron's going for you. And Elaine's like, okay, we'll get out Aaron. Boom. And then Missy gets a taste of her own fucking medicine. Yeah. 
Well, Missy could go too. Hmm. Yeah, Missy could go. Missy, uh, Missy has, speaks in a lot of hyperbole, but I, I think it's good that Missy is on the different tribe than Karishma. You know, you know what? With uh, this tribe of Okai, Dan Spilo was really getting up that mountain fast. In that count, in that comp, the the wiggle, the yeah. wiggle uh, thing. Yeah, he like cleared uh, Laidlaw. Okay, were you not impressed by that? I mean, I don't really care. I mean, it's, he's probably just well massaged, you know. <laughs> Who's massaging him? Himself. I don't no, know. <laughs> the 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 sick, twisted thoughts inside of his mind. Um, but he's an older guy, and he no, he no, he he definitely seems like he's good at competitions. At the, yeah, forty-eight the, years old. Hmm. Spry, young, sexy Dan Spilo. Yeah, that like he did. He killed that competition. Who, scroll down a bit. Who was the last person there? Elaine. Okay, so let's just go. Uh, so Nuvakai. Is Lauren Beck, Elizabeth Basel, Missy Bird, Jason Linden, Aaron Meredith, Tommy Sheehan, Dan Spile, and Elaine Stott. Okay, so, um, so Elaine and Elizabeth, judging from last episode, seem to be like tight. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners at home, I'm crossing my index finger and my middle finger. And. <laughs> I the way the way that uh, Sandra did when she uh, swore on her kids that she wouldn't vote for uh, um, Johnny Fairplay or or Burton. Remember? <laughs> yes, I remember. I remember everything about Burton, my favorite Survivor player of all time. Then you must love. Uh, that's why you love Aaron Meredith because he has a Burton upswing. I, I he does he, he does remind me of Burton a bit. Yeah, I, I like Aaron Meredith. I, I, I like. He's how, also quite macho, and uh, like I don't know. I think he's a little blind to what's going on. But he keeps working. He keeps working it. You know, like he was on the bottom at the start, mm-hmm. and he keeps working it, and he works his mm-hmm. way in there. Mm-hmm. And he's already won over Tommy. They bonded over kids. The way you say it, that was just kind of a creepy sentence. What Aaron has kids. Aaron has one kid, and he's on his socks. and uh, tommy i guess yeah he's like a fourth grade teacher so yeah they bonded over kids a kid just like it's a weird sentence don't you don't think that's a weird sentence no all right all right fine (laughs) (laughs) um jason linden uh is not bonding over kids well he's a good he's in a good spot i think this is perfect for him yeah, honestly, he's in a good spot. If if someone from Vokai is in trouble, who do you think it is? From Vokai? Uh, okay, so we got Tommy, uh, Dan, uh, Lauren Beck. I don't. I honestly don't think any of the Vokais are going home from this tribe. I would be surprised. If it was based off of challenge, I think that Lauren was uh, slightly the weakest. Oh, yeah, I remember she's like, I can't move! Yeah. I'm not moving! <laughs> Um, seeing this, uh, challenge takes me back to one of my favorite challenges ever. It's pretty much the exact same one as this one in, uh, in Millennials versus Gen X. They're like, they're crawling with their hands tied behind their back through white sand. And at one point, Jeff Probst, uh, Zeke's face is covered in white sand and he says, 
Zeke looked like a sorry. Zeke looked like a survivor mime. <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest commentary? <laughs> and another point, uh, Brett LaBelle's ass is out of his bathing suit. He's like, Brett's white butt, like a beached whale glistening in the sun. <laughs> What you, the fuck? You never hear Jeff really comment on stuff other than like who's ahead. Yeah, who's ahead or like if it someone's such a strange him. thing. He but he's he's saying that Zeke looks like a survivor mime in the same cadence he does when he's like, "Oh, this is a survivor blowout." <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean Lauren Beck. I think. If there's gonna, I, I here's my thing because she she led the Molly blindside. If someone's gonna get blindsided on Vakai, I think Lauren's gonna lead it. You think so? Yeah. You you could be right, um, but because I think Tommy and Dan and Jason, they're probably just being, or maybe Jason would flip. Probably not though. They 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 seem like three guys that are like sticking to Vakai. I think if. If anyone's going to need to flip, it's going to be some Laro people. Yeah, I think it would be, it, like. But these I would love Lero... to see a four-four in in uh, rocks. Yeah. Well, can here's the thing. Uh, maybe maybe if someone goes to Island of the Idols, they get an idol, mm-hmm. and then that that's that, can, that can change change the game in the four in a four-four split. Well, this game. Well, this episode, they didn't have Island of the Ice. I know, because I think they, they canceled it. Because of Applebee's. I think they canceled it. And apparently, Sandra, on her social media, said that she didn't get any Applebee's. Because I was like, if, if, they, if, if they're not, if they're being so bored on the island without, w- without someone coming, then I hope they at least got some Applebee's. <laughs> but no. I, that's so fucked, that Sandra and Rob are out there. Just with watermelon and themselves. Well, how'd they get watermelon? I don't know. Maybe Applebee's. <laughs> Is it an Applebee's water watermelon bees? I think they're helping them a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But but they didn't get Applebee's. Well, like Applebee's. Well, I mean, based off of this episode in Survivor canon, Applebee's is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> but you could, uh, ever ever like it's the best thing ever. It's better they than winning. Freaking freaked out, and they kept saying Applebee's, Applebee's. I love Applebee's. Applebee's is the greatest. Like, oh my god, how much did Applebee's pay? To have them say apple, shaking my damn head at Applebee's. This makes me never want to go to Applebee's. Okay, give me my real Survivor. No, I got hashtag not my Survivor Applebee's. I gotta get that shark drink. I gotta get those sizzling fajitas. Yeah, maybe we should we should uh, um, go to the states and, and uh, Instagram our 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 journey to to Applebee's. We have to forget Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Joel and Co- Cody go to Applebee's. <laughs> Um, we got the, uh, what was it? The cosmic brownie? Was that the last thing? Cause Jeff was like, and lastly for dessert. And then they all freak out. They're the all like, cosmic yes, brownie. Yes, yes! <laughs> he really like oh drew it out too. God. Cause he was like, they are going to go nuts when I say this. Oh the God. cosmic brownie. Just chill everybody. <laughs> what the fuck? 
I, <laughs> but you do, I did notice, uh, cause they were all going nuts for that blue drink, that shark drink with the, and they're like, oh, this is drink that alcoholic with, even? uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, I think it was Tommy's like, oh, this drink, you know, like it's the perfect island drink. It's got a little candy shark on the straw. <laughs> but Tommy also said that he'll never forget this experience. <laughs> I've. And you know, I've Eating gone to Applebee's. Applebee's. What's that? I've gone to Applebee's. Do you, for, have you, do you remember it? I don't remember what I ordered, but I remember I went, so I guess wow, Tony's right. Wow, it is an experience <laughs> you'll remember for the rest of your life. <laughs> uh, but I did, uh, I was paying attention to this. So they got this blue drink, um, mm-hmm. and everyone was excited. But I noticed that no one finished that drink. And everyone ordered a beer or a wine. There was beer and wine served, yeah. Yeah, they did not partake. Applebee's, I know that drink shit. We all know that drink shit. I'm trying to think of what I would freak out about like that. Sizzling fajitas, that sounds pretty good. No, but even like outside of Survivor, if I would ever get that excited, the way that Lauren Beck and Missy Bird were excited before Applebee's. Krishna was really excited. Krishna was the, was the most excited. She was like, we need to win this challenge. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, then maybe you should fucking be better at wiggling through the sand, you know? It looked like she wasn't trying. It looked like she just stopped and then just let Nora drag her. <laughs> that was what happened. It should have. Here's the shot that I'm thinking. So if I was to rewrite this, right, mm. um, I would have Krishna's getting dragged, right? And then Krishma's just kind of getting dragged through the sand. She wipes the sand, or the sand kind of like gets out of her eye for a second. And she just sees the Applebee's logo. Oh, yeah. And then... (laughs) 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 To the finish line. It's like a mirage. Like... (laughs) 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 And then all of a sudden she knows exactly, and she's like coaching them perfectly through the puzzle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That one goes there, and there, and okay, good, good, good. (laughs) <laughs> a fire puzzle are you at least glad that the puzzle wasn't building the Applebee's site yeah I'm surprised it fucking wasn't <laughs> in the shape of an apple <laughs> uh, I, uh, a guy wins Applebee's <laughs> and they had Applebee's servers there imagine they're like uh, want to know what you're playing for you will become a franchisee owner of an Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> you will run your own Applebee's. <laughs> but we should uh, we should say that this podcast is sponsored today by Applebee's. Yeah, this uh, that's it's actually today sponsored by um, TGI Fridays. That's why we've been talking so much shit about Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know who's not a Corvus TGI Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> TGI Fridays, so fucking good. <laughs> um, so we've kind of broke down the Vokai and the uh, and the Laro here. I think Tommy. I hope Tommy's good. I like Tommy. I, I want him to make the merge. I want him to go far. Tommy and Aaron could be a power duo if they get like the. I don't Missy. know. I just feel like. Aaron would turn if if Tommy like goes like does that thing that Aaron and him are talking about being like the meat shields for each other. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Aaron would be the one that would flip. If if Tommy puts his full trust in Aaron, I, I would expect Aaron to like flip on Tommy whenever he gets the chance. You know what I mean? Like Aaron's saying, like, oh, if I win immunity first and then everybody's going for you, I'll try and turn it just because it, when you go, it's on me. I think that's a bunch of malarkey coming from Aaron. I don't know. I don't trust Aaron. You don't trust Aaron Meredith? Not really. He does, like, just, like, go person to person. Like, this is the strongest thing for me right now. Yeah, exactly. This is the strongest thing, you know? Wherever he can kind of get in. Uh, Which is how you play. That's uh, Mm -hmm. that's good. We didn't see much of Jason Linden, right? We didn't see... I I would say that he... We think we got a confessional from him talking about the position in the tribe, right? Oh, right. Yeah, he was probably my pop of the episode. No. No. He didn't pop. I'm saying I'm literally saying he didn't pop by saying he 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 only had one confessional. But you, you How knew is exactly he your what pop he of the episode. You knew exactly what he said. There's so many people that popped more than him. What Why are you dying on this hill? <laughs> <laughs> I'm dying on this hill just like Grishman. <laughs> um I don't know, Jason. He's just you. You need a Nora to drag you off of this hill. <laughs> you got your hands tied behind your back in this big sandy hill that is Jason. Pop this episode, but I still, I still think Jason has a good swing. Like once he gets to the merge, I think he'll fucking turn it on, and I think he'll do very well. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can see like a Rob Sesternino in him, or like a, you know, like a. Tyson or even, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's very, I think he's quite strategic and he's just like waiting around. Like, like I think the biggest thing for him was he just needs to make the merge so he can fucking turn it on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like him. I do. I like him. Oh, I think popping, Tom, and yeah. Tommy's playing a different game. Tommy's playing a game that's like, I can't, I don't see him making final three because he's so likable and has so many connections with people and people are just going to be like, Oh, we got to get this fucker out of here. And if you trust Aaron Meredith, like you said. I think Aaron's the one that's going to realize that about Tommy and be like, and lead the fucking blind side against Tommy. Mm-hmm. Aaron could turn this on Tommy. Like so in, oh, b- next like week. pre-merge. That, hey, that would blindside me and I'd be mad. Yeah. You were, you said coming into this podcast that you weren't upset about this. No, I'm not that. I was just, I was happy to have like a not a like too big of a blind side. Yeah, like Tom maybe didn't see it coming. And I, but I honestly thought Tom was going home next week. You know what I mean? I didn't expect Tom Laidlaw to go far in this game. I expected him to go to merge. Is he in your? He's in mine. Yeah. He's yours. Yeah. In your fantasy. I've lost two people in my fantasy. And now my, a little inside baseball here, but my only three people left are all on Vokai. Who are they? Uh, Jason, uh, Dan Spilo, and Aaron. Okay. You've lost two. I've lost two. No, I've only lost one. Have you? Yeah, I've only lost Chelsea. Did you not lose someone else before that? Nope. I think I just always considered Karishma as good as God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I I mean, what I hate Karishma. Okay, hate is a strong word, I know, Dad. But um, Karishma... I, my distaste for Karishma is so strong that I don't care if I win or lose because she goes home. <laughs> I, I I no longer care about this fantasy, and I just want to see Karishma off my damn TV. If Karishma was on my team, I'd be going buck wild right now. I'd probably be recording this shirtless. You'd be happy? Oh, yeah. 
I'd be recording this episode shirtless. I'd have a big K painted so, on my chest. So that's what 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 you do when you're happy is you take off your shirt. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he must be happy. He doesn't have a shirt on. Usually it's the opposite. People are depressed so they can't even like move to put on their t-shirt. No, no, I want the world to see. <laughs> I'm depressed. I don't want to take off my t-shirt. No, I feel like when you're depressed, you want to put on like dumpy clothes, you know, and hide behind them. I, well, you know, I'm like totally depressed when I'm under all my covers and I'm just completely naked and just like curled up in a ball. Oh, my door's locked. Are you saying this because Chelsea might be listening? No, I hope Chelsea's not listening to that, <laughs> okay? Because that, that paints a very sad portrait of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, I mean, we got uh, Tom out, and this seems like something that Rupert would be really upset about. You want, wait, Rupert? Rupert Bonham? Oh, the, you know? The Dream Lord? You're you're actually never here, Joel, when he's around. Yeah, no, I've listened back to the episode. He is quite an interesting man, and the, he's very skinny now, and he has a pineapple for a penis, and he's he's haunting Kelly Kim's dreams. <laughs> he has Benjamin Button disease. Yeah. Well, let's... I mean, Joel, try to stick around for this. I yeah, know when you see smoke coming out of this lamp, you usually hightail it out. Or I pass out. You know, yeah, I'm allergic <laughs> to smoke. Yeah. Are you going to... Okay. You ready? Yeah. Oh my god uh, uh, The smoke is getting me uh, uh, Nobody got time for bronchitis Oh who's that guy He just passed out He's taking a midday nap like Jamal Shipman (laughs) Oh Rupert you've been watching carefully Yeah what's up Hi how's it going It's me Rupert what's up WTFers (laughs) That's what this podcast is right What the fuck yeah, well, I look exactly like Mark Maron. Yeah, you so. do. Well, no, you are Mark Maron, right? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry, Mark Rupert. Meredith. Uh, <laughs> Rupert, what do you think about this last episode? You're- I'm just so pissed off at what Martin Scorsese said about Survivor. What did Martin Scorsese say about Survivor? He said it's not cinema. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Martin Scorsese is attacking everything these days. I know. He's like... A- it's like more like a roller coaster. It's like not cinema. Well, what what do you think about Tom? He died on his sword because he was always loyal to his tribe, Laro. Tommy? Tom. Tom Laidlaw. I like that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's probably fishing too. He probably is, right? With now. his hockey stick. <laughs> I hope he used a hockey stick as a hook. Well, Rupert, do you think the same thing would have happened to you? I mean, like, you were pretty loyal to your tribe. So if you went into uh, uh, a minority uh, tribe swap... Yeah, well... Would you have turned on your other people? um, That's a good question. And uh, honestly, I just have such an itch in the back of my head. Because, uh, you know... Is that a zipper? Well, I yeah, but yeah, like because you can open up my the the back of my head and you can see my brain. <laughs> okay, just in case, just in case. You know, I I like to you know stick my finger in my own brain every once in a while. Yeah, is that is that answer your question? <laughs> I suppose in a way it does. <laughs> Rupert, uh, <Robert>. yeah. <laughs> What's your advice for uh, Karishma here? Just go fishing 
and uh, like uh, be loyal to your tribe and, uh, and and fish as much as you can and 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 and, and yell at your bullies. But tell them you're gonna wring their necks. <laughs> Well, that part she can get behind, but she hasn't been fishing. Can you imagine Karishma telling D- Janet that she's going to wring her neck? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll wring your neck. <laughs> well, Rupert, I think that <laughs> the thing with Karishma is that she's not fishing. She's uh, losing these comps. She wasn't loyal to her tribe, mm. but she is being bullied, she says. So the uh, the wringing the neck thing is the only thing that can really apply to her. Yeah. Yeah, I really think she should lean in on telling Janet Carbon to <laughs> ring, that she wants to wring her neck. Oh. <laughs> All right, Rupert. Well, I might have to get you back in here. Well, before I go, I just want to say a couple things. Rob's good at puzzles, and I voted for Sandra twice to win the game. <laughs> we know that. What do you think about them not being in the episode? I just hope they got Applebee's. And, well, they didn't. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They've been done dirty. You ever go to Applebee's, Rupert? Yeah, every day. We have like a bunch of Applebee's in the lamp, actually. Oh, <laughs> really? You got a bunch of them? Yeah. Are you the only one in the lamp? No, no, there's a bunch of us. I think I I talked about this last week. There's a lot of genies in there. Uh, is anyone we'd know? Uh, Yeah, actually. Okay. Uh, Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Robin Williams. Okay. You heard of him? <laughs> yeah. You can have a ring in your neck. I, oh, God. Oh, no. All right. Rupert, you got to get back in here. I do. I do. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Joel, are you back? Yeah. Oh, I just had a good midday nap. Jamal Shipman style midday nap. That wasn't. I don't know what what Rupert said, but anything he said, I cannot be held responsible for because I was not here for for that. Yeah, I. I mean, uh, oh God! Yeah, we got to consider. I hope he didn't talk shit about my uh, my one of my favorite actors in comics of all time, Robin Williams. I hope he didn't say anything bad about him because I have nothing but admiration for that man. I'm just, uh, I don't know why he would, but I'm just, I'm hoping. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you have announced that to me many episodes too I before. Do. I love are, Robin yeah. Williams. I really do love him. I admire him. Yeah. I, I heard performance the, in Good Will Hunting makes me cry every time. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. The year he died, I watched that movie like three or four times. The year he died, you watched it three or four, oh, in a year. Yeah. Okay. For some reason, I was no, thinking like the it, day no, he literally, died. Like, well, literally, like it, like the couple months afterwards, I I watched it so many times. I was also around the age of Matt Damon's character when that happened. So, mm-hmm. if uh, if you were to guess what Rupert would say bad about Robin Williams, what would you guess it would be? Um, that he hated Flubber. <laughs> Is that what Rupert said about Robin? I'm I'm sorry to say, yeah, that's what he said. Oh wow, Rupert, you're a fucking asshole, dude. I used to be high on you, man, but you didn't like Flubber. <laughs> um, but on that note, okay, we got some predictions. Oh, we do. Okay, cool. Right, let's do Is some it another here. fucking screenplay. It's not a screenplay this time. Okay, uh, but it is from Nick. Okay, uh, Nick, our podcast logo designer. Uh, frequent uh, prediction maker has delivered it to us every single episode mm-hmm. so far. Uh, he predicts this: 
One, Lero loses all challenges. Fuck them. They deserve it. Tom deserved better. Aw. Nick's a, Nick's a, a laid law stand, eh? Yeah, he's a big laid law stand. He hated that. And then... Uh, laid row. We can't call it laid row anymore. <laughs> Never did. <laughs> uh, number two, Jeff makes a comment at Tribal at Karishma's expense. She deserves it. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a pretty good. Prediction. I think I, I think probably most people are on the same page as me of like really not liking Karishma, right? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, number three, Karishma finds an idol. I stop watching Survivor forever. <laughs> <laughs> so I asked Justin. Mm-hmm. Who um, uh, um, sent me a prediction last week? Yeah, and he uh, insulted me. Did he? Well, he said that Jason didn't pop. Right, right, right. So he said, and "I said any prediction for next week," and he said, "Haven't watched it yet. Had to catch up on wrestling and finished Army of Darkness." <laughs> So I think that means that he thinks that um, uh, Jason Linden is going to cut off his hand and replace it with a chainsaw. Yeah, that's the prediction. Yeah. What do you think and about... Uh, fight, and, and, and Janet Carbon is going to turn into a deadite. <laughs> Classic Army of Darkness <laughs> references. Uh, what do you think about uh, Nick's predictions? You think they could come true? Uh, Laro going to tribal until the merge? Uh, yeah, they lose. They keep losing. Yeah, I think that is is a thing. But the next time on, there's a lot of talk about um, going to rocks and all this stuff. But four four thing, I don't know if they're giving away. But it seems like they're giving away that Vakai is going to tribal next week. Could be. Yeah, could be. But they were kind of talking about it this week too. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Be... Okay, so just uh, top of your head, Lara goes to Tribal. Who's going home? Lara goes to Tribal. I would predict that it'll be Karishma next time. I predict Dean. Wow. I want Karishma, but I predict Dean. Actually, no. I think it's going to flip. Oh, right. You already made. The, you already did this. You I already think, said I this. Think, I think it's going to flip. I think it's going to be... Because uh, Kelly's going to play her idol for Dean. Yeah. So I would guess that Kelly's the one that flips. I'm, I'm going to say Nora. Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm going to say Nora. I think if they're, if they're getting somebody out, I think Janet doing that big flex on Dean last uh, at, uh, at the tribal being like, Dean, you haven't talked to me. Remember that? Oh, yeah. And I th- I wouldn't be surprised if Janet was the one that l- led the pack against Tom. Maybe they're going to, let's get a, let's get out a threat. Let's take out Janet. She's got too many connections. That's true. Boom. All right. That's my prediction. Janet's going home. Bye bye, bye, Miss Carbon, <laughs> or should I say, automobile bin? Um, okay, Vokai goes to tribal. Who's going home? Uh, Vokai goes to tribal. Who's going home? I'm gonna say it's da 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 da. Lauren Beck. I'd say Aaron Meredith. Wow. Yeah, we're both going surprises. We're, we're not going with the typical Elaine. No, but. Yeah, because everything they've set up, they've they've pulled out from under us this season. So there's no predicting. Wasn't at the start of this episode there was like weird cuts too. Like the editing's gotten surreal. Oh, like oh, the start where they show you what's going to happen tonight. It's yeah, like this, this, this. They've done that every week. It's really strange. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's surreal. Yeah. But I don't get it. Where it it seemed like this wrestling match was going to be more dramatic, but it's just a play wrestling match. <laughs> anyway, we, we had a we had a fun time on this episode. I, I liked I like talking about this episode. Next week we'll have a guest. You promise? I think so. Regular times next week. You'll get it in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and then it'll be a spooky episode too. Oh yeah. The thirtieth. The thirtieth. Yeah. All right. Well, if uh, reach out to us, go to our Instagram. All of the links are in the mm-hmm. description. Email us, whatever you want, mm-hmm. and uh, make your predictions next week. Oh, and and tell your friends about this podcast. If you have a friend that's really into Survivor, tell them about it. Tell them what you think of it and why they should listen to it. And please rate, review, and subscribe. So give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a nice review. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. But or it, or four if you don't think we deserve five. I say just give us five anyway. Anyway, it's five or nothing. Um, <laughs> please, uh, I think it, it it just helps us. You know, get our listenership. We want to keep doing this, so pl- it'd be nice to have a big audience. And uh, so yeah, tell your friends. Um, put us onto the Instagram. We're trying to do more kind of not just uh, posts about um, our episodes on our Instagram. I mean, we're busy, but we're trying. Um, yeah, we got some cool stories. We're, we're doing some stories, you know, some ask us anything type deal and stuff mm-hmm. like that. We're getting some good engagement with the Survivor uh, Instagram community. We're having fun. We're having fun. And uh, so just like um, do what you can to help us out. And uh, just uh, if you if you like this podcast, you can thank us by leaving us a nice review on Apple Podcasts because that heights increases our visibility. And we love you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.